1: we dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: The numbers told the story they always do. So one of those idiots who believe in analytics. This is A Numbers Game with Gil Alexander on vSYN.
3: Good morning, everyone. Welcome in. It is A Numbers Game here on Vsin. I'm Jeff Parles. You may also know me as Parlay on this show. Kelly Bidlin's here. Gil is out today. Uh, Musical it, chairs continue, Jeff. Yeah, I, I would ex- expect Gil to be back tomorrow. But, uh, again, uh, I, I, I will say this. Todd Wishnev got to town a week ago. I don't think it's much of a coincidence that Gil has lost his voice. Let's just, just you saying that.
4: Gil is not here today because of Todd Wishnev? You're blaming it fully on Todd Wishnev?
3: I mean, look. Wow. I'm mean, taking I, shots I mean, right I, off the top I, of the I mean, the show. look. I mean, we know how much like Todd likes to interrupt and get his way in, in conversations. We know. I mean, you listen to Make a Pod, you know. Uh, but we we have a good show. The usual the usual Wednesday here on uh, on a numbers game, just me instead of Gil. Uh Will Hill's with us in fifteen minutes, our guy Pritch later this hour as well. Drew Dinsick, Jason Weingarden, the whole band is here on a Wednesday. And, and and Kelly, it's it's good to see you back and healthy again, buddy. We appreciate were, we, that, man. We were good concerned about you where you go on vacation. You, you get sick, and now you're, you're back. And not only that, you've got an extra week to prepare for the eggnog challenge now, correct? Yeah, that,
4: yeah that's right. I, I have received a lot of tweets about that. <laughs> uh, my response has been, uh, look, it will still go on. I am not, uh, you know, as long as we're taking shots off the top of the show. I'm not Matt Brown. I will, oh. not, I will not take field goal challenges and push them off for a year and a half. Okay. Or whatever that's up to now. I will complete this as long as eggnog's still for sale. That that would be a concern. I mean, it is a seasonal seasonal drink, right? So I don't really know. You, you, as long as it's for sale, though, Jeff, it will get done. Okay.
3: Well, we we might have to go. We might have to go out to to Devon's or Smith's and buy it today. Maybe we'll see. Though that, that that's a valid point. All right. Well, let's uh, let's tell you what we know right now. Uh, the latest on Demar Hamlin. Of course, we we all know what happened. On Monday at this point, his uncle Dorian Glenn went on CNN last night, gave an update that Hamlin is showing signs of improvement, uh, and quote, that it seems that he's trending in an upward positive direction. Uh, we, we That's the latest we have. We don't have anything else. Uh, if anything breaks during the show on DeMar Hamlin, we'll let you know. But that's the latest right now on the status of DeMar Hamlin, who, of course, uh, suffered. Uh, Cardiac arrest on the field uh, after a, uh, a hit taken on Monday night. Uh, resuscitated twice, once on the field, once at the hospital, according to his uncle, Dorian Glenn, as well. Uh, but we will we will keep you updated on the latest of DeMar Hamlin uh, as we get it. Uh, but that's the latest as of now on what his uncle told CNN last night. Again, uh, showing signs of improvement and, quote, it seems like he's trending in an upward Direction in a positive way. That's from uh, Dorian Glenn last night on CNN. Uh, The NFL yesterday uh, announced uh, that it has not made any changes yet to its uh, Week 18 schedule, and also that the Bills-Bengals game will not resume this week. Uh, We will. uh, We we, again, we don't know. We're in a holding pattern right now on on everything. Uh, Just hoping the best for Demar Hamlin as of right now. That's uh, that's the latest. If anything else happens during the show, we'll let you know here on V To the, the let's go to the hardwood, Kelly, because last night you're you're more of an NBA guy than me. I'm more of an NBA guy, and more I'm of more a of a college guy. guy. Yep, a college guy. Last Works well, last night in college hoops, uh, really the uh, the biggest thing uh, last night is there's no more undefeated. New Mexico loses at Fresno. Fresno State knocks New Mexico from the ranks of the unbeaten. So, zero undefeated teams as of January. The midnight on the East Coast of January 3rd. So, there you go. Playing out the string. Of course, Purdue lost to Rutgers two nights ago. Uh, so, no more unbeatens in college hoops. But in the NBA last night, before we get back to college hoops, before we get to Giannis's absurd night against Washington. God mode. Kelly, are you concerned about the Boston Celtics? No, no, absolutely you're just not. Say, you're just saying that's that's a one-off where the defensive effort was not there. They give up 150. That's 150 guys without Shea Gilgis Alexander playing for Oklahoma City. Uh, it's the most points that the Thunder have scored since becoming the Thunder. <laughs> I, was, I didn't know where you were. I, I had not seen a stat like that. So when you started
4: since, I was like, I mean, in my head, I'm like, forever? And yeah, you're right, since becoming
3: the Thunder. It's the most since moving to Oklahoma City from Seattle. It's the second most points the Celtics have given up in the last 30 years in an NBA game. 160 was the high water mark. But, Kelly, I, I'll just say this, I, and... I still think Boston is clearly a top three team in the Eastern Conference. I still think they're a legitimate title contender. But with the way that things have started to go over the last month here in the NBA.
4: I'm waiting for what you got to say. All right. Okay. Okay.
3: The fact that the Brooklyn Nets, post Steve Nash firing, Mm -hmm. have become this all right, they are what we expected them to be right now winners of 12 in a row go from eighth in the conference to second in the conference. By the way, only a half game behind Boston for the number one seed as of right now. A little less than halfway through the season. As ridiculous as this statement would have seemed a month ago, this is starting to feel like, all right. that window that we thought had shut completely on the Brooklyn Nets, not only is it open again, to me they should be the betting favorites to win the NBA title again. Because they have finally become the Kyrie, KD, Nets that we thought they were going to be one they signed in Brooklyn in 2019.
4: Okay, fair. Um, I will say, yes, you're looking at some of that. Yes, with them being healthy, you're seeing a different team. Uh, look, I have a Kevin Durant MVP ticket from like a month ago at thirty to one, so I don't. I don't mind him having bad. a bad season at all. Um, look, Kevin Durant. What, what is there to say? He's an MVP caliber, caliber player year in and year out. I'm higher on Kyrie Irving as a basketball player than I think most people are. Uh, that's great. It seems like Ben Simmons is finally starting to get into a rhythm with this team, and the team's figured out the right way to play them, uh, play him. The uh, I. Jeff, the, this team is still so far behind Milwaukee and Boston to me uh, in the East, but in the NBA. I would still say the Nets are the third best team in the NBA. But they're still behind Milwaukee and Boston. Yes, I have three Eastern Conference teams before I have a Western Conference team. And it might even be even more than that. Um, look, Boston's lost two in a row. There's nothing to be ashamed about losing in Denver a couple nights ago. You lose in Oklahoma City last night. Uh, OKC shoots 50% from three. They hit 23s last night, 60% from the field. Uh, you had uh, your missing starters out there. You had no Robert Williams in for the Celtics last night. Nothing to be embarrassed about. Uh, and then we're you know, we going to get to it, but Giannis, 55 without taking a single three in today's NBA, that dude is in God mode right now, no matter who's on the court with him, he's the best player in basketball. If you want to make the Shohei Ohtani argument, he should win the MVP every single year for what he does on the offensive side of the ball and the defensive side of the ball. Those are the two best teams in the NBA. I think undisputable right now.
3: You have no, I have no, here. Here's the deal. I have no argument with you on on Milwaukee because again, if Chris Middleton doesn't get hurt last year, Milwaukee Bucks win the NBA title. Mm-hmm. You can't. I, I, there's no arguing with me on that. They beat Boston. They took Boston to seven without Middleton last year. Yep. So I'll give you Milwaukee again. I know it's weird to say about a team that's the betting favorite to win the title and a team that has the best point differential in the Eastern Conference, and a team that, again, played in the NBA Finals last year. Something about Boston I don't fully trust. I can't quite pinpoint it, but uh, look, I, I have no, no, no issue. If we end up with a Milwaukee-Brooklyn 2-3 again like we did two years ago, yeah. That could very very easily determine to wins the NBA title again, like it did two years now ago. No, I'm
4: with you and this. You know what? This conversation actually does lead me into one NBA bet yeah, I have made for tonight. It, it is on your Brooklyn Nets, as I'm sitting here you ar- arguing against you with them. <laughs> uh, they are on the road tonight. Uh, Nets, to your point, in their past 19 games, 17-2, and two, they have the second-best net rating in the league behind the Memphis Grizzlies at plus 9.6. They are first in offensive efficiency, fourth in defensive efficiency over that time period. Uh, they are playing lights out right now and absolutely rolling. I caught that overnight line at four and a half. Uh, are they, they're on the road against Chicago tonight. Mm-hmm. There's five. It's quickly uh, popping to five and a halves. Uh, I like that I at five pregame I think that's an okay number. Uh, I've said it on this show a lot, especially if I'm playing road favorites like this. It's whatever you see me play pregame, I'm usually going about half my stake pregame and looking to get in-game in at a better, better number, and especially in a, a road favorite situation like this with the Nets. Uh, but I do like them against Chicago tonight. Chicago's had problems all year long uh, with that team, a team I did expect to take a step back in the Eastern Conference this year. So Nets are a bet for me tonight. Jeff, but uh, I don't know, long-term, I'm still very high on Milwaukee
3: and Boston. Chicago, of course, coming off of giving up 71 to Donovan Mitchell. That's right. Uh, in the last time out in the overtime loss, again, uh, I know the, uh, the, the two-minute report said that Donovan Mitchell uh, shouldn't have even got the game to overtime, but... Uh, no, he shouldn't have. I
4: don't, I don't, I don't, he I don't should, really he, care. He shouldn't <laughs> have, and it's a shame, though, Jeff, because... Those we in what was it not back to back nights but two of three nights you've seen two of the most ridiculous miss a free throw and get your own rebound and make a bucket situations with him and Luka Doncic in the you know a couple nights before so yeah yeah that he was clearly though over what but uh, had already moved once the shot left his hands
3: so so I just want to go to Giannis here before we get to our our guy Will Hill you mentioned it 55 points I know threes attempted yesterday. Kelly, how many guys in the league could do that today other than him? Zero, correct? Zero. I mean... Maybe maybe, maybe Jokic. That's what I was going to say. Maybe, maybe, maybe Jokic. But, but, but that's even, it. even that's hard to believe. Yeah. Even Embiid would be the only other one I'd even consider, possibly. That's it. I mean, that's how good i honest... I'm, Kelly, I'm with what you said earlier. If you wanted to give Giannis the MVP every single year in the NBA, I'd have no problem with it. He's incredible. Because he's... He's not quite LeBron at LeBron's peak, because I don't think anyone is in in the modern day, but better than anyone else we've seen in the last 15 years when he's on. I don't think there's much debate on that, except for Steph. That'd be the only guy I would throw in there. Hey, we got our guy, Will Hill. We got NFL bets. We got some uh, thoughts on some baseball as well. Will Hill joins us on a numbers game next. It's time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, and that is, of course, BetMGM. BetMGM has all your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted-out specials, and plenty more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state-issued ID to open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in the state of Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM's state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit Ben MGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Welcome back in. It is a numbers game. I'm Jeff Parles. In for Gil Alexander today. Kelly Bidlin is back. We are still waiting. If eggnog is still on the shelves for Bidlin. Still waiting.
4: Yeah, we just got to figure out if it's on the shelves, man. It's on the shelves. I'm
3: getting done. uh, You know what? I'm sure if you asked. Someone here at the South Point, there is some carton of eggnog that is not expired yet somewhere in this building. That's actually
4: probably a good idea.
3: That's probably, if it's not on the shelves. It might be the best way to go about it. That's probably the best way to to go about it. All right, let's uh, bring in our guy, of course. uh, You've seen him on the network at plenty places. Our guy, Will Hill, joins us right now. Will, it's a pleasure to see you this morning, buddy.
5: Jeff, you never text. You never call. I, I thought you <laughs> forgot about me. It's good to see you. I have a question for you before we get started. Please, is you sitting in for Gil? Is this a is this a Derek Carr Stidham situation? No, or no. Or is no. this just a Hurts Minshew situation where Hurts is going to be back eventually? No,
3: I mean, look, Gil will be back again. Uh, as I said, <laughs> as I said in the open, I- I- I'm, I'm blaming the arrival of Todd Wishnev to town for Gil losing yeah. his voice. Uh, heavy
5: correlation. There. I,
3: I, I think that's heavy. Yes, exactly. Heavy, heavy correlation on that one. Well, let's, uh, let's just start though. Of course, uh, uh, you're, you're a New York guy, uh, Connecticut to be exact, but uh, we well, are in the tri-state, of course. Is this Korea deal getting done this week or is it getting done at all? Is it getting done at I some would, point?
5: I would think so. It doesn't seem like he's negotiating with any other team. So I, I think it's just a matter of time. Uh, do the terms get renegotiated? Doesn't seem like he wants to do that, and I don't blame him. So, I, I, you know, I don't know if the terms stay the same, but I would imagine at some point here, he's uh, he's a New York Matt.
3: Yeah, I, I think it's going to be. I know we saw the report from Rosenthal yesterday. Will uh, I would anticipate it's going to be somewhere in the realm of one of those five-year deals with an opt-out after three, something like that. Uh, but it won't be uh, won't be 13, uh, 12 years, uh, 315 million. I can tell you that won't be that.
5: A few million a few million here or there who's counting. I mean, yeah, months.
3: it's not my money. that's my whole philosophy here. I don't care. Spend as much as you want. It's not my money. Uh that that's fine with me. Uh the uh, the New York football teams before we get into some leans in the the NFL and and maybe some NBA stuff here will uh, the Jets total collapse, uh five straight losses, they're done. What do you do this off season? Obviously, we know quarterback is not on the roster right now. But do you take like a big shot at someone like a Sean Payton or a Jim Harbaugh and just cut bait with this coaching staff, or do you give this coaching staff another year and say, "Hey, you got to, you guys got to find Joe Douglas. You got to find your quarterback, or else this is uh this is a wrap here."
5: Uh, it, you know, it, it depends how you want me to answer it. Would I? Yes. Do I think they will? No. I think Sal has done enough to keep his job. Just. Uh, they were a feel-good story for a long time. I, I think they didn't have a lot of expectations. They ended up only going over their season win total by a game unless they beat Miami here, which is crazy because they're 7-4. and four. Their season win total was 6, and, and now you're sitting here, you're 7-9, and, nine and you know, who knows what happens Sunday. I think Salah will be back. I'd have no problem not bringing them back. I think the Detroit loss really was the one that swung this whole thing. That was a game they should have won. Uh, they stuck with Wilson too long in all these, you know, in, in all these spots, and, and mismanaging the timeouts against Detroit was huge, and and losing that game really turned this season. So, I think he'll be back. I think we will be back. I think if you get a really good quarterback and there's some options out there, I don't know that how, you know, how realistic any of these guys are, that Aaron Rodgers is going to be a Jet next year, or Lamar Jackson is going to be a Jet next year. But it's a really good roster. If you get healthier, you get Vera Tucker back, the running back back, uh, and you add a quarterback, this is a hell of a team because that's a really good, good roster, you know, top to bottom.
3: The season all fell apart, and I know they had the win against Buffalo after the game in Denver where both Hall and Vera Tucker got hurt team was never the same after really more of the Vera Tucker injury, more than the hall injury. Uh, that I think that uh, gets lost in the shuffle because sometimes people forget about offensive line injuries, but Vera Tucker going out, I think was really the biggest blow that really hurt them this year. Will, let's, uh, let's get to the NFL this weekend. Uh, again, as of right now, going off as scheduled for week 18, Let's start with Saturday. Uh Stidamania last week here in town. Of course he was awesome in a in an overtime loss against the San Francisco 49ers. but in come Kansas City with a chance at the number one seed here. Uh this is, as of this moment, the highest total on the board at fifty two and a half. Chiefs laying seven and a half here in Vegas on Saturday.
5: Yeah, I could tell you right now, Chiefs-Jags is going to be the most popular teaser. I mean, they're mm-hmm. going to have quite a handle on these Chiefs-Jags uh, teaser Saturday with both favorites. But uh, I like the Raiders here. I haven't bet it yet. You know, the Chiefs are going to be motivated now that the one seed is certainly in play. And certainly, look, if they don't play Buffalo-Cincy, Chiefs just have to win this game. And they're going to be the one. Um, which is a huge ramification, obviously. The Chiefs just haven't shown any inclination to cover these big numbers. I mean, when is the last time they really put their foot on somebody's throat and, and looked impressive for a whole game? I think you have to go back to... What, against the 49ers? And that's a couple months ago. They just sort of, you know, paced themselves. They they skate by in these games. They were really lucky to beat Denver. Denver really could have had them beat Sutton, had a bad pass interference call. So, you know, you're getting seven and a half here. I know you're going to put Kansas City here in, in good environment offensively. Uh, this is a defense they have success against usually. So maybe if you like the Chiefs, the Chiefs team total over. But uh, I'd be inclined to take the seven and a half. I was actually impressed with Stidham. I thought he threw the ball pretty well the other day. I it's
3: the best quarterback game a Raider has had this year yeah. <laughs> as, as we all expected uh Casey you are right about the Casey Jacksonville teaser that is going to be uh, one that is probably on everyone's teaser card uh this week with those two Saturday games uh let's go to Sunday let's go to Atlanta here because this is a little bit of a, a tricky situation we don't know yet if Tampa is sitting there guys uh logic would say sit your guys you can't move out of the four seed, you are locked in with the NFC South crown that was clinched on Sunday against Carolina. Desmond Ritter and company in Atlanta, four and a half point favorites here. Will?
5: Yeah, there's just that, there's disgust seeping from me talking about the Bucs because I had some big tickets on Carolina to win that division. They had every opportunity to win that game on Sunday uh, in Tampa. You know, Brady comes to life with Evans and the, the beat up secondary against Carolina. That being said, I can't see Carol. Uh, I can't see Tampa after. Everything they had to go through, jump through these hoops to win this division. They're an older team. I can't see them coming out with anything to play for on Sunday. I think they'll use this as their buy. I think they'll take a a deep sigh of relief and just sort of lay down on Sunday. Atlanta hasn't won a game in a long time, so I would look towards laying the points with Atlanta. You missed the best of the number. There were some threes and three and a half, but uh, I would think Atlanta rolls on Sunday.
3: Be interested to see which Buccaneer would get the start if Brady were not to go, if it would be Gabbard, or do you take a shot and let the rookie, or excuse me, the second-year guy in Trask play, but probably would see old man Gabbard at that point for Tampa Bay. Giants, well, they are in Philadelphia. We know the scenario where we're all backwards here. The Giants are the ones who have nothing to play for. They're locked into the sixth seed uh, after their beatdown of Indianapolis on Sunday. Philly, well-documented, Jalen Hurts gets hurt. Lose a tight game to Dallas. And then just a horrible performance against New Orleans. Now they have to win to get the one seed. Will on look-aheads, this was Philadelphia as low as one and a half. Now it's Philadelphia laying 14 on Sunday against Big Blue.
5: I was ready to lay it with Philly, figure the Giants, sort of like Tampa, they'll just roll over, they'll use it as their buy. but look, you got to be careful reading these coaches' quotes and if they're telling the truth, but from everything Dable said, it seems like they're going to play this game uh, to win. And remember... Philly screwed them over two years ago, that Nate Sudfeld game on Sunday night with Hertz benching him. Uh, so maybe the giants here say, you know what, we're going to try to stick it back to you. Not that they're capable of beating them, but giants have a little momentum. We saw Peterson and the Jags last week with really nothing to play for. Say, you know what, we're going to come out here and we're, we're playing well. We're going to keep playing well. So if the giants play this game to win it and actually play their starters, that 14 is way too many hurts. Who knows if he's healthy. Uh, you know, the Eagles have shown some cracks here, whether it's injuries to receiver lane Johnson, they're all beat up. So, uh, I'll keep an eye on the quotes here, but I'm leaning towards taking the giants. I, I think they're going to play this game uh, on a level here. And and if they do that, 14 is a hell of a lot of points. Will, who's the coach of the year now? Brian Dable. Okay. So what here, do you think?
3: I, so I'm in the camp of if Philadelphia loses on Sunday and San Francisco wins, it's hard to not give it to Shanahan because they will have ended the season on a 10 game winning streak. With half of that, with the last pick of yeah. the draft. So, it's it does kind of come down to what happens on Sunday. I think Sirianni would get the nod over Dable, but if the Giants were to win on Sunday, and the Giants end up with a positive point differential with this team ending the postseason, it's tough to not to give, a da- give it a Dable, but I do think the voters would probably lean Shanahan, especially if they end, again, 10-game winning streak and half of that with the last pick in the draft.
5: Shanahan certainly has a case. Sirianni certainly has a case. I just think if you look at what Dable did with not a lot of time, and you can't name two or three receivers no. on that team. <laughs> they, they they went the last month or two last year. They couldn't forget scoring. They couldn't cross midfield. They couldn't get a first down. I know they didn't have Jones, and I think they had, didn't have Barkley for some time, but uh, this is really not a, a very talented roster.
3: Will, appreciate it as always. Good to see you. And I'll make sure to text you. I'll make sure to text you, yeah, buddy.
5: Good to see you. I got to get my plug in twitch.tv slash Goldboys mm-hmm. Discord. but uh, I'll see you guys. Good to see you, Jeff.
3: And not the Will Hill on the tweets as well for our guy, Will Hill. Hey, we got more to get to. We're going to get Kelly's golf plays this week, actually. That's next.
2: A numbers game on Vsin, the sports betting network.
3: Become a Vison Pro subscriber for just seventy nine dollars and get access to everything we do from now through the Big Dance. Sign up today and you'll receive a twenty dollars free or twenty. Not, I'm so used to the MGM reads, Kelly that I wanted to give everyone a $20 free bet <laughs> instead of $20 <laughs> to the VEASAN store. Jeff Bartles <laughs> a bet for you $20 free. <laughs> just, just tweet out of the bet you'd like for today. <laughs> so, again, become a Visa Pro subscriber today and get $20 to the VEASAN store. So that's sports betting hats, shirts, mugs, and great gear at our VEASAN store. And again, only VEASAN Pro subscribers get access to our daily recap of the top plays made by VEASAN show hosts and guests. Betting splits and, of course, our betting reports. It's a limited-time offer, so sign up now and get VEASAN Pro access through the end of March Madness. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. See, I was so eager to give away someone else's money, Kelly, <laughs> that I wanted to give away a free bed instead of $20 to the VEASAN store. Yeah. Which the You're a nice guy, man. Yeah, here's the thing, though. You automatically win with the $20 at the VEASAN store. You don't automatically win with the $20 free bet. There you go. So, the better deal. Facts. Facts. Facts awesome. of life there. All right, Kelly. Before we get to some golf stuff, let's get to Derek Carr because he he isn't going to be here next year. I can tell you that he's leaving Las Vegas. Is he? He's leaving Las Vegas. He's leaving. He's gone. He's gone. Okay. He's leaving Las Vegas. Are, are you are you not certain of that? I'm not certain of that. Everybody seems to be certain of that. I am not certain of that. Why? Okay. Before we get to these odds, why?
4: I mean, look. Is he? Let's let's lay out the facts. Right. Has he been benched? Yes. Does the team still alive? No. Has he left the team? Yes. Is his brother what, posturing for him on
3: uh another network? Yes. Yeah, on NFL yes. network. Yes, he is.
4: Yes, he is. Does this necessarily mean that he is gone for next season? No, I don't think I don't think that necessarily means it. He just signed an extension last off season. Uh they brought in some wide receiver you might have heard of called Devontae Adams. Uh basically for him you know it is is basically the reasons we were all told so no i'm not completely i'm not completely bust selling the idea that he's uh, back not back with this team next
3: year and the raiders are not dysfunctional enough, uh, enough that something ridiculous like this could happen
4: i think i just used like a triple negative there i am not confident i am confident he might be back with this team next year how about that jeff that's my confidence level
3: that's a lot of confidence, yeah. Kelly. It's a lot of confidence.
4: Raiders are thirty to one in this market, though, for where Derek
3: Carr so there's plays. So they're thirty next. to one. Who who has these up, by the way? DraftKings Kings in certain states, okay. not every state. All right, so hello Colorado, basically. Yeah, yeah. There we go. All right, let's look at these because of reputation and the need of quarterback. Indianapolis is the favorite here, uh, plus two seventy-five. The Jets at four to one. Tennessee, which, by the way, Kelly. I'm sure a lot of people wouldn't necessarily right away go gravitate to Tennessee. But when you think about it, Tennessee is definitely going to be in the quarterback market this mm-hmm. offseason. Five to one on, on them. The Patriots at eight to one, not happening. The Commanders at plus 850. The Panthers at nine to one. Tampa at nine to one. And then New Orleans, Giants, Texans, 10 to one. And everyone else is north of that. All right, Kelly, here's what I'll say. I'm looking to the NFC South for this destination, and really? I would, yes, okay. yes, because let's go through this real quick. New Orleans does not have their quarterback on the roster unless if they decide to go totally outlandish and say, "Hey, Taysom, you're our starter week one next year." Yeah. Carolina, I don't think is going to run it back with Darnold. I think that was more of Darnold. If Darnold had managed to find a way to win a division. Then Carolina may have suckered their way into going. We're bringing Wilkes back, and we're bringing Darnold back, and we're going five and twelve, baby. Yeah, I, I'm. So, they'll 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 definitely be involved in, in conversations the conversations. Mar- they're in the market. market. Yeah. They're in a the, they're in the market for everybody. Brady, if he plays next year, is not playing in Tampa. I actually think Brady's going to be next rate quarterback, but that's a different discussion yeah, for a different yeah, day. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah.
3: Atlanta, I don't think I don't think Atlanta is going to be willing to go out and get a veteran. I think they're either going to move forward with Ritter, which I think would be an error, or they would be taking Will Levis in yeah, the back end of the top else. 10. Yeah, yeah that, that would be my guess. But I think Carolina's the spot because with the way that David Tepper has acted so far when hiring head coaches, going out and trying to take an attempted big swing. Now, the big swing on Matt Rule, total fail. No argument there. But they're rumored in on Jim Harbaugh And, Kelly, I think Jim Harbaugh's going to the NFL. This feels like the last chance. If Harbaugh wants to go from Michigan to the league, you made the playoff back-to-back years. You couldn't get out of the semifinal either year. You probably have peaked in Michigan. Yeah, I don't disagree. And, look, Harbaugh's in the mix in Denver, apparently. In the mix in Carolina. Could be in the mix in other spots as well. If you're the Panthers... You throw a boatload of money at Jim Harbaugh and you let him pick his quarterback. Sure. Yeah. I, I would I, not and based off the quarterbacks that are going to be available, to me it's either Derek Carr or Jimmy Garoppolo. So right, I would right. say that Carolina nine to one, that would be the bet I would be looking to like. I also think, again, for Carr's perspective, the NFC South is the softest landing spot. Because uh take Brady out of the division, put Derek Carr in the division. He is automatically, unless if something crazy happens this offseason, he's your best quarterback in that division. Still might be with
4: Brady. In. And he could be with Brady. In. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> it could be. I, For, I guess I'm surprised you didn't gravitate
3: towards the, the one team that jumps out to me is your squad. Not happening. Why? I don't think so. I think if they keep that staff in place, they're going to want someone who is not turnover prone like Carr was this year. Now, the long term. Saying that Jimmy Garoppolo is less turnover prone than Carr, I think is wrong. But I think Garoppolo, if the if the Jets go out of organization, which they have to, I think Garoppolo is the guy. That would okay, be okay, that wait. would be the, the,
4: you think Garoppolo is the guy yes. or you, Jeff? Parles, if I were doing, as a Jets
3: fan, if I were, if I were, if, you want something really crazy? You, you can tell me you pick Garoppolo over Carr. I at this point of his career in Carr, I think Garoppolo is the safer option than Carr. But, but, but the ceiling is higher with car. There's no arguing that, but the floor is lower than with car. That's my thing. Cars range, there's a high level of variance of what you're you getting out of that dude. You I need know, high ceiling. I look, you need high ceiling. Look, Go look. 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 Mr. We need a safe quarterback. Cor- All no, we need to do is add a I, safe quarterback I, and no, we're winning a championship. First off, they're not winning a championship with either of these guys. They may make the playoffs for the first time since I was in high school, but <laughs> they they win a championship. For what it's worth, Kelly, if I'm the Jets, I'm taking a big swing and seeing if I can get Aaron Rodgers. Now I don't think I can you, you can. I don't think that's possible. But yeah, that would yeah. be what I would do. I
4: think you and Will are thinking a little too lofty. I don't just... think that would happen. I don't Will, think it would happen. Will think... throw out Rodgers and Lamar Jackson? Yeah. Well, Lamar Jackson's <laughs> definitely <laughs> not put happen. the brakes on <laughs> those two <laughs> being available. Can, can you imagine
3: hard. what would happen if Lamar Jackson ended up with the Jets? Wouldn't play. He'd hurt his knee again in the first game and he wouldn't play. You know that would happen. I mean he'd also be one of the most sought
4: after free for, agent but by, by, by
3: the way you're gonna laugh at me in this the guy I would want but I don't think he's going to be available because I think the team he's currently on is going to franchise him if they can't make, reach a long-term deal is Daniel Jones I think Daniel Jones has legitimately turned the corner he'll get he'll get he's a, he's a gonna be shot he's in, going to be a giant next year I one think way so or too. another if the Giants can't get a long-term deal with him they'll tag him for one year and bite the bullet of having to overpay him, but that would be the guy I would actually want of the guys who are technically free agents that seem obtainable. I, I agree with you there. Okay, is there a bet? Is there a bet in this Carolina market for you? Okay. Carolina on Car.
4: Carolina nine to one. If I, I, was, think, that, I if think that's. If I a was making a bet in this market, I would be. T- I would go with the longer shot and take the Raiders and say he comes back. I mean, the the one like there's teams you can cross off here. Right, Jeff? No matter what you believe, in every team we just discussed, you can at least draw a line to how that happens. The Texans at 10-1, to there's no way that one's happening because they're taking a quarterback with the first overall pick. Correct. So, you know, there's teams that you can cross off this list that you
3: know aren't going to do anything. I would cross the Giants off because I think Jones is going to be back. Yeah, I think I would too. At least I wouldn't bet it. And and I wouldn't bet bet Seattle at 20-1 to because... If you're the Seahawks here, you A, you want to bring Geno Smith back. What a statement that is, but it's true. And two, if Gino doesn't come back, you're just gonna play Drew Locke. And it's well,
4: I think if you're that franchise too, it's it's roll with what you have, or yeah. you gotta get younger at the position. Correct, correct. Right? You can't, can't bring in another, what, 30 something quarterback.
3: I, I, again, if if Gino's not your quarterback week one, it's gotta be Drew Locke. And you just have to see what you have. Uh, But look, I think any of those NFC South teams, except for Atlanta is reasonable. There is a path for all that. And just again, based off the divisions in play here, the NFC South is far and away the softest landing spot and the spots that you can come in if you're Derek Carr and automatically be the Tom Brady's out of the division. You're the best quarterback in the division, unless if something crazy happens. I don't hate that I
4: like the Jets idea, but even then, you're right. You're still, what, the third-best team and second-best team in that division?
3: Here's the other thing real quick. I'll throw this out there. I don't know what their number is, but if Tua were to step away for good, Mm -hmm. don't be surprised if Miami's not in the mix. Don't be surprised on that. Hey, uh, you know what? Maybe we'll get, maybe we'll get Pritch's thoughts next. Mike Pritchard go. joins us next, of course, our uh, the uh, co host of the Pro Football Blitz here on Vison. former first round pick in the National Football League. We'll get Pritch's thoughts on everything next.
0: I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast.
3: Even when a wager that misses, it could still be a slam dunk, though. At BetMGM, an authorized gaming partner of the NBA, play say NBA one-game parlay wager with four legs or more, and if you miss one leg of that parlay, you'll receive up to $25 back in free bets. Just opt in to the promotion on BetMGM's app or website. That's the one-game parlay promotion for the NBA. Again, one-game parlay, you can make it with selections within a single NBA game, including team and player props. So go ahead and take your favorite NBA star to score big, the home team to cover, and the over in points. Just again, opt into the NBA one-game parlay wager promotion and make a w- parlay wager on a single NBA parlay game, uh, four legs or more, and you'll get up to $25 back if it misses only one leg. This promotion offer not available in Mississippi, Nevada, or New York. Happy to be with you on a Wednesday. I'm Jeff Piles in for Gil Alexander. Kelly Bidlin is here. And now with us, our guy, of course, he was a first-round pick in the NFL draft. He's the co-host of VEASAN's Pro Football Blitz. It's our guy, Mike Pritchard. Mike, as always, thanks for being with us this morning.
2: Jeff, my pleasure. How are you this morning? I'm
3: doing all right. I'm doing Good. all right. Uh, no no complaints. Uh, awesome. Happy happy to be in. Uh, again, yes. uh, hoping Gil gets a, a little bit better over the next uh, 24 hours or so, uh, Mike, before we get to the games this weekend, I, I just want to ask you from the uh, the former player perspective, uh, your thoughts on just everything that transpired on Monday in Cincinnati.
2: Well, it was pretty jolting, um, Jeff. I mean, um, I, I've been talking about this, you know, in terms of reflecting back as a former player and, and a lot of guys have, you know, I've talked to a lot of former players, obviously friends uh, that played this game at a high level and. Uh, You think about the current players and the situation that they're in too, but uh, you you never anticipate anything like that happening. I mean, it's weird to think of a broken bone as being normal or a torn ligament as being normal or, uh, you know, even a concussion uh, these days. Uh, uh, That's part of the game and that's something that you accept uh, and that's something that you understand and can deal with. Uh, But the thought of... Uh, potentially losing your life never crosses your mind uh, until Monday night, right? Um, and so uh, here you have DeMar Hamlin, I mean, a, a young man, a, a strong young man and uh, fighting for his life currently. So it's that reminder, you know, Jeff, when when you're walking into the NFL stadiums each and every Sunday or game day, whichever night you're playing on or day you're playing on, even in college football, uh, you see that ambulance right there and you gloss over it. Uh, but I, I think now you won't do that as a current player. I think you're going to take another look, and you're going to be thankful that that ambulance is there. You're going to be thankful that there's doctors around, and certainly MT, EMTs as well. So uh, it, it's it's just that stark reminder uh, that becomes vivid uh, for everybody that that puts on a helmet and and, and certainly shoulder pads. So uh, it jolting in uh, in that way. Uh, but uh, you know, it, it's something that I from from a player's perspective, it just, I guess the best way to sum it up is the realism uh, of the situation that everybody's in every, each and every game day.
3: The latest on DeMar Hamlin uh, came yesterday from his uncle uh, Dorian Glenn on CNN that uh, it, it quote, it seems like he's trending upwards in a positive way. Uh, Hamlin remains at uh university of Cincinnati hospital right now, uh, in critical condition uh, after, of course, uh, taking a hit to the chest on uh, on Monday night football. Uh, Pritch, there's no artful way to transition from uh, everything going on with DeMar Hamlin to the actual games, just going into a final week of a season. Uh, we have games this week with teams that are in contention, needing games against teams that are out of it or teams that are sitting more than likely sitting starters. From a player perspective, in a game like that, let's take Philadelphia and the Giants for for right. an example, where the Eagles have everything to play for. They win; they're the number one seed. The Giants can't move from the sixth seed. More than likely, going to see a bunch of backups in this game. From a playoff a player perspective, what is this type of game like usually?
2: Well, you know, Jeff. I mean, it's it's not too much different than the preseason. Um, because you're still trying to get ready for the postseason, right? The preseason, you're trying to get re- ready for the regular season. Uh, now the regular season, you're trying to get ready for the postseason. So if you're the Giants, if you coach Dable, uh, you know, you're still going to make changes to the roster moving forward. But it's been an incredible year, one of the fewer surprises in the National Football League that, that we see this year. Uh, so I, I think the approach will be to get the starters ready to go. Uh, get them prepared mentally and physically ready to go. And then as coaches, decide how long they play. Uh, and Because you still are going to play a game the next week, right? And that's the playoffs. That's, that's, that's the bonus. And, and so uh, I, I don't know if you can just completely lay off uh, and not try. Uh, now, will you win the game? Perhaps not. I mean, the Eagles have so much more to play for. And uh, that situation needs to correct itself, too, out there with the Eagles. And, and it's a better roster. Uh, but that's a lot of points to me. Uh, you know, it's, it's not a preseason game, you know, these games at the end of the year, the backup players, even if they play the bulk of the games, they are well-prepared so much further along than they are in a preseason mentally and what they want to do and certainly correct their mistakes. Uh, so it should be a cleaner matchup, even with backups out there.
3: Pritch, I asked this to Will Hill earlier when, when talking about this game, because you have two of the three favorites for coach of the year right now in the NFL in this game with Philadelphia and, and New York, who is your coach of the year at this moment?
2: It's a great question. Uh, you know, I had a ticket on Zach Taylor last year and I, my goodness, I don't know how I didn't catch that. Vrabel got it right. But, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> you know, I, Dable has a strong enough narrative. You, you know, I, I think, Uh, with, with the Eagles, a lot of people thought the Eagles could sneak into a situation, but not that good, not go undefeated as long as they did, but that has waned a little bit. Uh, that has been a relieving point, uh, I think for the Eagles, whereas Dable took over uh, a dysfunctional situation with Joe judge leaving, uh, and he's made it not only functional, but thriving, uh, and to me, I, I think that's a strong enough narrative in that market, too. I mean, you think about New York and, and the influences uh, that they have up there. I was on a podcast with Patricia Trana and um, they are hyped up uh, up there in New York about the direction of that franchise right now.
3: Well, again, getting out of that era where, look, after that boat picture before that Green Bay game,
0: right, it had right. been a
3: miserable six years. As bad of a six-year stretch as that franchise has basically ever had, and here they are yeah. with a really just a, a lack of ta- talent on that team, and they're in the postseason. An incredible right, job, exactly. all the way, uh, all the way by uh, exactly. Brian right. Dable, uh, Pritch. We we talked about this in the last segment. Of course, uh, we're all, all all in town here in Vegas. Uh, Derek Carr, we, we assume won't be back unless if you're Kelly Bidlin, who uh, said at thirty to one, maybe worth the sprinkle on Derek Carr to be. Yeah, I'm not the saying the
4: guy's coming hey, back hey, 30 to may,
3: one. Maybe a sprinkle of 30 to one uh, to come back, but wh- wh- what do you think this uh, ends up being uh, with uh, with Derek Carr here right now? Uh, DK has these odds up in select states that allow you to put bets like this up. Indianapolis right now is your betting favorite at plus 275 of where Derek Carr is going to play next.
2: Yeah, you know, Jeff, it's no slam dunk because of, I think, if you're looking at this market, look at the potential free agents. Uh, mm-hmm. You got Tom Brady, you got Garoppolo, uh, you're going to have Baker. Uh, who knows what's going to happen with some other quarterbacks too, right? Uh, and then you have Derek Carr, who's guaranteed to make $40 million. Guaranteed. Uh, and I, I, you know what, if I'm a GM somewhere else, and especially a GM on this list, I, I don't know if I'm entertaining paying Derek Carr, 40 million guaranteed. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would rather watch that guy and watch the situation with the Raiders and, and have the Raiders be under pressure because if they're under pressure, I'll get a better deal. In other words, if the Raiders can't find a trade partner, then they're going to have to release Derek Carr. And, uh, and then I can negotiate with Derek Carr. If I, if I want him to come in and compete, he's not a Russell Wilson. Um, He's not a Tom Brady, you know, he's, he's a, he's a quarterback that, that can thrive on a, on a, a, a great roster, right? Cause he won't make a ton of mistakes. He won't cost you that way, but he's not a guy who's going to elevate an average to below average roster. We've seen that now for nine years uh, with the Raiders. So uh, yeah, I, I think buyer beware right there. So be careful with this market, uh, with Derek Carr.
3: right now, again, uh, Indianapolis, uh, the need for quarterback and pass reputation. The only reason that I would say Indianapolis is uh, the favorite right now at plus 275. Yeah. Uh, just uh, Pritch, uh, we got about uh, about 45 seconds here. Anything on the week 18 card that's currently standing out to you?
2: You know, not really, not yet because of what has transpired. Obviously, you know, um, mm-hmm. there, there's still talk in the league about, um, you know, guys mentally, are, are they going to be ready to go this weekend? I, You know, the NFL, when they released a statement yesterday about the week 18 schedule, I, I think they want to get people to start focusing uh, on the weekend. So uh, we'll see today. I, I think there, there could be some more developments today, but. Uh, nothing standing out. Uh, There's some big numbers out there. I mentioned that earlier. Maybe some opportunities uh, just because of the nature of the end of the regular season and the fact that these backups could be more improved than people think right now.
3: You can watch Mike on Saturday and Sunday nights on the Pro Football Blitz with Brady Cannon. You'll also see him across the network, Lombardi line as well, uh, on Tuesdays here on VEASAN. Mike, pleasure as always. Thanks for being with us.
2: Thank you, Jeff. Have a great one.
0: Drew Dinsick joins us next.